0: Welcome to How to Decorate from Ballard Designs, a podcast all about the trials and triumphs of decorating and redecorating your home. Each week, they'll help you unleash your inner decorator.
1: I'm Caroline. I write the How to Decorate blog. And I'm Taryn, and I'm a product designer. And I'm Karen. I head up Ballard's branding team. (laughs) We're your hosts.
0: Join the expert team at Ballard Designs for tips, tricks, and tales from interior designers, stylists, and other talents in the design world.
1: Plus, we'll answer a listener question at the end of the show. So don't forget to send them to podcast at BallardDesigns.net.
2: Yes, we love answering them. And now, on with the show. Okay, it is day four of Nashville week, and we're thrilled to welcome our guest today, Rachel Halverson of Rachel Halverson Designs. Um, Her work has been featured in Lux Magazine, Traditional Home, Southern Living, Better Homes and Gardens, and she was even on the cover of Garden and Gun many years ago, and that is actually when I discovered your work, Rachel, and I've been following you ever since, I used to read your blog, and so I'm thrilled to welcome you to the show and get to chat with you about your work. Thanks for coming on. And we were, before you got on, we were marveling at, because we're
0: referencing back to the Garden and Gun cover, you were 26.
3: I, I, I know. You, You were, you had such a claim at such an early age. I really, I didn't realize at the time. I mean, honestly, I I remember when they contacted me about it. I thought it would be like a little postage stamp blurb in the, in the magazine. Um, They came out, took pictures. I mean, there was nobody to like do hair and makeup. I just was like, is this good? Okay. It was just like me and the guy (laughs) sitting in a swing, uh, batting away flies and um, and then, and then when it came out, I remember getting it and I was like, I'm on the cover. I mean, it was just so shocking. I had no idea. Um, and it just is, it's one of those magazines that sticks around. So it, it has been, it's been really just awesome. How many of those swings
2: did you sell? Like you started, personally, because
3: yeah.
2: <laughs> it was, that was kind of like
3: before the whole daybed porch swing right thing. Yeah, I got so many inquiries about it that I started to, to um, make them here. And then I shipped. I mean, I, yeah, I was making a ton um, for years. And then it just kind of got complicated trying to get the shipping part.
0: Yeah, they're uh, big.
3: Like they're big and then the install. And so then now, now I've just been making them for um, local. And like, just keep it local. Right. It's yeah. But yeah, it's, it was, we had a swing thing for a while. Well, so, okay, I need to back up a little bit because um, your work
2: is incredibly varied. And I feel like everyone should go check out your Instagram and your portfolio because you have it all and you're in Nashville. So I imagine there's a lot of that farmhouse look, mm-hmm. but you do it so elegantly and you have, you know, lots of that in your um, body of work. But then you also have some kind of more contemporary, and then even a little kind of funky mid-century stuff. And um, I think that's always really fun to see when someone has just a real range of um, things that look totally different from one another. Yeah.
0: How have you not gotten into it like sort of a Nashville rut? Do you know what I mean? Not, I'm not putting any kind of (laughs) pale on Nashville. You know what I mean? But in my mind, I think, oh, yeah, like more of your rustic
3: stuff. Right. I mean, I think that's what everyone assumes Nashville is. It's like, oh, you know, antlers on the wall and, and we think hard of Montana. Wood. Right. Yeah. Or rustic. It's like, um, but there's so much talent here that's rock and roll and, and it's not just country music and even country music, you know, um, country music stars. They, they have such a wide variety of taste. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, you commented on how my work is varied and I, I, I find that to be a compliment because I um, it's all about the people for me and the clients. And, and so I don't want it to have, I don't want to have a style that is, I don't want someone to walk into a house and be like, Oh, this looks like Rachel Halverson did this house Like <laughs> right. my best compliment is when the house feels like the people that own it and the families inside of it. So, um, and as you can see, I have a wide variety of, Client um, in terms of style and how they want to live in their home. And it's so fun, though. I, I, I wouldn't do it any other way. I love keeping it different. I mean, every project's different. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, let's talk about the farmhouse. Oh, well, yeah. let's talk about it a little bit, though, because I do think that if someone is kind of loving that farmhouse feel, and maybe they really do have a, a more rural setting where it's it truly is appropriate, you do it so elegantly. So I wanted, I was wondering if you could kind of just talk about the types of things that could, you know, can make a farmhouse really feel authentic and Mm -hmm. versus, you know, kind of going down the pathway of like more, I guess, a kitschy Mm. kind of.
3: (laughs) Yeah, it's funny you say that because I, I feel what, I mean, I think how I decorate farmhouses is really all about restraint and, and, kind of making it under decorated so so that it doesn't look staged um and then you know it's it can so quickly I feel like that style can so quickly be cluttered and kitschy and I think of like Cracker Barrel which mm-hmm. no offense to Cracker Barrel like <laughs> I love Cracker Barrel but you know that's an example of they did too much of one thing
2: you don't want to live um, at Cracker
3: Barrel yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so I don't want to make it cluttered, and uh, in, in terms of the inside, mainly because uh, you know most of the farmhouses that I work on here, it's all about the land and the property around it, and so I don't want the inside to be fussy or distracting, um, which is why I tend to go with white walls and neutral furnishings um, and moderate amount of accessories. That way, the natural and the architectural parts of the farmhouse, like the beams and old pine floors wood walls shutters those things really stand out Mm -hmm. right um so and just keep making it cozy and comfortable and not too decorated
2: I
0: know that's
3: kind of weird it's like trying to don't over theme um, it right (laughs)
2: well I think that it's that's obvious in your work because there were times and even just being on your website where I'm clearly looking at an interior designer's website where you're like dude like it looks as though someone just sort of developed it over time it wasn't you know all installed yeah. in a weekend and um
3: it you really have a whole evolved, post about
0: that you have a whole post about it the, this stuff is not instant everyone you know no. stop rushing the process
3: yes um it is that I feel like that's one of my biggest challenges is trying to decorate a house that's if it looks like it's been lived in and collected over time when it has really, they want it done in a couple of years. I'm like, well, that's going to take time. Um, Mm -hmm.
2: So, So, okay. For your own house, what is your, do you, did you move in and like do it all once and then you kind of just run with it for a while? Do you, I'm assuming no based on what you just said, but I'm just going to give you that option. Or do you... (laughs) like how how does the process
3: look in your own spaces gosh my own space i mean i like i joke because my husband is like you know comes in from work sits down he's like wasn't there a side table here (laughs) just yesterday like i'm always (laughs) rotating things out of my house or selling things i mean there's certain pieces that i find that i'm like i want to keep this this is like i want to keep this in my own home but a lot of times i'll just find a place for it and project that I'm working on and for a while we won't have a coffee table because I just sold (laughs) a coffee table to somebody else so um if that (laughs) answers your question it's a rotating like yeah it's always changing and um you know since having kids it's I feel like I kind of put a pause on finishing decorating but just this past six months being in quarantine I'm like I need to do the kids rooms now so that's my project for this year
1: Mm-hmm. So
2: speaking of your house, we actually were just, um, we had Stephanie Sabi on and we were chatting yeah. with her yesterday love her. and we were talking about your bathroom, your bathtub with the bookshelf.
3: Yeah. Yeah. That <laughs> I love is
2: it. A, yeah. Tell, tell everybody about that one because um, we were talking about how just delicious that seems.
3: Well, I got a lot of haters. I think whenever <laughs> I posted it, that there's a lot of <laughs> book lovers out there that did not like did not like the idea um, of books getting wet. They were like, just didn't well, understand. What is it. happening
0: in their tubs that everything is right. getting wet? Are they splashing all the walls around? Take, just relax in your tub with a glass of wine. Well, Do right. you make your books. kids in
2: the tub? Because my
0: well, kids are actually like is That is the kid tub. Yeah. That is not the kid tub. Let's just. Exactly. Right. Come it's on. It's not people.
3: the kid tub. Right. It's not the kid <laughs> tub. Um, and you know that little handle, the like I call it a telephone handle, a uh, hand spray. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Every now and then, it'll g- get loose so and say the books. and I'm like, "Oh no!" So, but it's not. It's uh, yeah. It's more. It. I don't want to say that it's there for show because I definitely sit in the tub and I will pull a book and read it. Um, so it makes sense to me. Like, mm-hmm. why not? I mean, People it's not TVs like you're putting TVs, priceless right? first editions over there. Yeah, exactly. So, I'm not putting like you know. Uh, yeah, I mean they're paperback books most of them. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> I'm okay I would want it. Cookbooks,
0: because I love to sit and leisurely mm, yeah. read a cookbook, and it's not a long story. You can, you know, it's yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> you're not going to be involved a in a plot. Oh, right. I like it. I have to think about that. I don't take baths. <laughs> that's a Yeah,
1: yeah. Karen goes to make dinner, and she says, "Hold on, I got to go to the bathroom. Oh, yeah. I got to go take a
2: bath. I got to go soak."
1: <laughs> <laughs> I pre-soak before cooking. Oh, so, how did cooking. you come up with that idea?
3: Um, that's a good question. I so the bathroom that we renovated our house, and we had to work with an existing room that was actually a bedroom, and we turned it into a bathroom and a closet and i just there is a big empty wall um, behind the tub and i feel like i'm always I've, there's been several projects where i'm stuck on like what to put behind the tub you know if it's artwork mm-hmm. which again you probably get some some art lovers out there would would say that don't put artwork behind the tub um and so yeah i, I don't know i just i really love the idea of a cozy bathroom i want the bathroom to feel like a living room. And Mm -hmm. so I ran hardwood floors in the bathroom instead of doing tile. Mm -hmm. Um, And it just, I love it. It feels like a cozy living space and it's where I like to soak. You're so (laughs) controversial. (laughs) I
2: know. (laughs) Uh, It seems like, you know, bookshelves are, like everyone's got the big fireplace with the bookshelves on your side, but no one wants to put their, you know, just sort of like paperback yeah, like in the living things, room you want to put your mm-hmm. design books and your you know pottery or whatever what have you but then you're left with where do I put all
3: those books exactly so I feel like the bathroom is the perfect place and actually right behind the tub where you can't see you can't really see it when you walk in are, are the stacks of magazines that's where I keep mm-hmm. all my magazines because that is where I read I flip through magazines smart I spend, a, a, lot, I spend a lot of time in there so yeah <laughs> <laughs> how many kids do you have two I have two and they, they come in. Uh, yeah, I try to, I'm like, nope, nope. This is I was going to ask
0: if you lock that door. Yeah.
3: Yeah. It <laughs> doesn't room. lock, it's an old house, but yeah, I shoot them away.
0: <laughs> but I guess that gets back to your thing about thinking about your family and how you use the space. And one of the things that I read in your blog was, um, you sort of did this challenge of think of your home as a time capsule. Yeah. And explain that a little bit, what you were talking about.
3: Oh man. What did I say in that post? Um, yeah, I, just, <laughs> I have it right here. You need me to read it to you? <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, go ahead. And you say
0: rooms that are meaningful to you and pieces that are precious to you, you and caps and your family for whatever reason, not just something that looks good in a magazine. So if if you were looking at your home and you were going to it was going to be a time capsule and it was re- referencing back to that cool article about that little French apartment that was yes. locked for yes. 70 years. Um, you know, what what would people find? What's going to be the reference to how you're living your life now? Right.
3: Um, yeah. I mean, I, I just I think that's that's the fascinating part is like what is of my job is just trying to interpret what people how people want to live and listening. It's, all, it's about trying to pick out stuff that they truly love so that they're not when everything's installed, they're not like, what is this pillow here? Like and what this doesn't it's like an Aztec pillow that doesn't make sense to me. You know, I'm like, well, mm-hmm. let's pick out something that you like. And, and I think, you know, your bookshelves, bookshelves are always such a challenge for me because I, people want me to finish their bookshelves or fill their bookshelves. And it just seems backwards to me. I'm like, I want you to fill your bookshelves. You, Mm -hmm. I want you to get books that you've read and, you know, collect pottery and pick out some coffee table books that interest you. Um, I mean, I've done it before, but I don't enjoy it just because I feel like it's lacking the personality but um yeah I just love the idea of the time capsule that it's like frozen in time that Paris apartment was so cool well it seems like your clients should
2: like okay I've left you some empty bookshelves you buy stuff three years from now I'll come back I'll restyle it for you but you have to go find the things
3: right (laughs) actually one of my first questions when people say um when they're building a new home, I'm like, I need to see your books because everyone wants to put in bookshelves or like a library. And I'm like, but it's doctors that have doctor books. And that's like, you know, right. That are not, as um, they have five doctor books and then everything else they read on their Kindle. I'm like, okay, this is going to be a problem. We have to have this stuff. (laughs) Or I'll say like, can we go shopping in your grandmother's attic? Or can we go shopping in your Mm -hmm. parents? Like, let's start there. Let's go to like Mm -hmm. your parents. They probably have tons of books. Right. um that they may not be using you know and may Why have do some people want a library if they don't have books i know it's weird um pinterest uh, pinterest yeah or mm-hmm. like the look of it you know what's so what's what's terrible is that people aren't buying books anymore because they have kindle the, the kindle or their ipad or their reading on their device and so it's and people are just getting rid of books I wanted reading paper books again and here's one of the reasons why.
0: Um, cuz I love my Kindle. I have like the original version, you know, and it looks like it was made in 1910 at this point, but I yeah. love it. And it's I like still a game Boy. Is. Yes, it does. It <laughs> looks like a game Boy, And I mostly use it when I'm at the beach cuz it doesn't have a, you know, a, an illuminated screen and you don't have a glare and it's very easy to read at the beach. And it's not heavy to carry all, all your books on a trip to the beach. But when I'm not at the beach, I've gone back to paper books. And the reason is because I find it off-putting when I'm in a room with someone who's on their screen. Why are they ignoring me? What are they doing? But if I'm in a room with someone who's reading a book, for some reason, I don't feel nearly as, I don't offended is a bit too strong of a word, but blocked out or ignored um, and the book... I don't know. It feels I agree. better. I don't know why.
2: <laughs> it also seems like if there was ever a time where we should have paper, it's now because I already mm-hmm. spend eight hours a day staring at my computer. I don't need to spend another, you know, three hours after bedtime looking at my phone. I need True. to be looking at, you know, a design book or a paperback right. book or a magazine or I don't know, talking to and
0: my they husband. Do say that, like The light from the screen keeps you away yeah. if you want to read that mm-hmm. before you go to bed.
3: And yeah. I, I read some article that really rattled me about kid, like because I have young kids, and when they were two years old or younger, you know, they're looking at the back of a, this little black box, like all they see is that. They don't understand. Where when I grew up, I was watching my mom like pull out a her newspaper or talk on the phone with, so I knew what she was doing, you know. And so now mm-hmm. nowadays, I feel like kids are growing up, and they're like, I don't. Like mom is looking at this screen and I don't know how long she's going to be behind that. So I think, you know, being more verbal about like what you're doing or actually having a book, like I'm reading this book. Mm -hmm.
1: I think on New York Times Parenting or something, they were saying you're supposed to explain like what you're doing so that they, again, kids will know you're like, mommy's going to call so-and-so. Mommy's going to look up this recipe and trying when you're on your phone. I don't do a great job to your point. I know. I've been trying to do a better job. But yes. I do think books, an actual book would help. Mm-hmm. And it would help fill the
3: bookshelves in a library. Yeah, right. Yeah. Multiple. Yeah. 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 And it's, I mean, a design Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah. <laughs> and then you'd only have your little Kindle in the bookshelf behind your tub. <laughs> and then all people would say. It's, there. Yeah. it's, both, a,
2: it's both entertainment and an accessory. Because I do love decorating with books. Me too. But I want it to be a book I've read. Not just, you know.
0: A- yeah. And I love sharing them. That's also fun too, swapping them yeah. around with your friends. And mm-hmm. and you can only do that for 30 days one
2: time on Kindle. Okay, let's get back to design because I do have some questions for you. Okay. Um, there was a house that I loved and it was called Tammy Wood and um, it was so funky Um, Mm -hmm. It's on your website Mm -hmm. and it looked like, okay, I'm just going to go out on a limb. I have no idea what the actual history of the house is. I'm assuming you're going to tell us, Mm -hmm. Um, but it looked like sort of a mid-century or like seventies. It was almost like round in places. And can you tell everyone about this? Because I I just, just start us off with the history and and like how the project came about.
3: So that, um, Tammy Wood, we, is the nickname for the house um we made up this nickname because it was tammy wynnette's old house and so she's the country music yeah we heard so her. <laughs> yeah probably part of her she so and this house is so the people that bought it are um in the country music band um little big town I was going to say, there were some awards on a shelf that I noticed. Yes. (laughs) You have a good eye. So Karen Fairchild and uh, Jimmy Westbrook, the couple that are are in the band, they have such eccentric taste and style, especially Karen. Um, She just has incredible style. And so when she was on, they were looking for a house. And I went and looked at several houses with them around town. And we just were like, I'm not feeling it. And then this one came on the market. And it's just—it was perfect. It was like nothing. I mean, I've never seen a house like this. It's very old Hollywood glamour, like fifties. Um, it's modern. I mean, there's a quatrefoil-shaped pool in the back. Yeah. Um, the house has all these curved walls. It's like, like when the, I remember the first time I rolled out the floor plan, I was like, this looks like a spaceship because it's just—it <laughs> was like it's just all round these curved walls. So it was just, the architecture was so unique. The story, the history behind it um, was so fitting. And so we ended up renovating the whole house, but keeping the bones the same, but everything, uh, I mean, it was definitely dated inside.
2: Okay. Maybe this is a dumb question and like a little bit in the weeds, but when you buy a house, like where do you get the floor plan from? Does someone come out and draw you a floor plan?
3: So uh, most of the time there is some set of floor plans somewhere in the house depending on when the house was built but just something to start like a um, a set of floor plans or we get someone to come in and measure uh, okay. an architect or like a there's a as built you can get like as built plans drawn up okay all right yeah that's good to know <laughs> yeah
2: I'm like where does that come from if the house is 40 years old and they didn't leave the it's drawings like hiding, in a drawer somewhere
3: hiding in a time capsule somewhere
2: Yeah. There you go. In the backyard. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. Well, I loved, there were so many things in there that I just thought were so cool. There were these incredible, like um, they almost looked like pieces of wood on the wall, but I know they aren't. Um, They almost look like pieces of bark. Like talk to us about sort of the selection of some of the Mm -hmm. furniture, because it's definitely unconventional. And so I was curious if any of that um, the homeowners had already had previously, or if if they were kind of starting from scratch, and you were, you know, just sort of guiding them into more funkier choices.
3: So this this project was just so unique because of Karen working with Karen and Jimmy. Um, I always say that people's people decorate their ha- houses like their closets, I like how they dress. So one of the first things I do is, I mean, if I can, I will go look in their closet because I think that explains so much about how people live. I mean, you know, if it's super colorful, then they're going to like more colorful things. So her closet is like the, just such a perfect example of how this whole project went down because, um, I think that, that Karen style is a mix of Hollywood glamour and earthy and bohemian and like all at once. So there's like these luscious fur coats and she's got texture and Bling and just, um, but it's all pretty like uh, earthy tones with like pops of red and emerald green. And so that's how she dresses. That's that's um, kind of where we went with it. And so I think she really pushed pushed the boundaries on like yeah, let's do something. Let's put some hide like painted hide uh, rugs on the wall. and so that's what those were. The what it looked like wood yeah. was painted hide. Uh huh. They were painted hides, um, and then. And then on the other side, it is actually wood wallpaper. And oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we just worked together and kind of came up with these these ideas and mixing textures together. So, most of that stuff was, you know, some, with, like most projects, some things are brought in by the homeowner, but it's definitely a collaborative effort and a collaborative process where I'm, you know, picking things that I think make sense for them. And, mm-hmm. and, um, describe their style, which this her style in particular was just so unique. So it was mm-hmm. a really fun project.
2: Well, even just before I saw the awards on the shelf, I was like, this feels so rock and roll. And so um yeah. that is clearly what you were going for. Exactly. Well done.
1: <laughs> Well I just love the diversity of the projects you've done too. Cause even like the um the little bungalow you did was just like such a certain again, it felt like a person, like someone lived there, not you, you know, like it felt like right. whoever this is and you kind of want to know who you do. And you're like, who wanted, who's this is? Um, so I yeah. just appreciate looking through your projects. Well, thanks. I, I
3: mean, I like the mystery of like, who lives here? Who's, who lives behind this, this house? Just because it's not my, I mean, that's, it's not my house. It's my client's house. And so my job is just to, to, enhance their style through their through their home and i think now more than ever with everyone being at home you know people are really wanting it to represent them because that's where their people are just staying at home all the time so
2: Mm
3: -hmm. it's it's become much more important
2: so clearly you you know because your clients are so varied and the projects are so varied um you know, you use a lot of different elements, but I was wondering if there are any things that you just like never go out of style and are always kind of like your tried and true, you know, loves yeah,
3: i i I think that I would say anything that has patina or anything that's aged, like an unlacquered brass doorknob or um, an old copper lantern, like something that has patina is just that's timeless and it just create it it gives the house a sense of history no matter where where the house is and what style house it is i think um so things with patina and then um i i would say that i feel like in terms of window treatments for me i just feel like and maybe it's just being in tennessee but i'm always i think the heavy draperies and like window treatments are out and we'll always be out just because it's I mean I almost always do just really lightweight cheers that we can push all the way aside and um we're bringing the outside in for sure and so I think that's those those couple of things that are timeless and won't go won't go away anytime soon well, I just love the way you put color palettes together
2: because it feels so like organic, I guess. Um, and there was one project even where you had like the cushion was a different fabric um, than the like full body of the sofa. And I loved that because it it added like it wasn't the same color. Um, like when when do you do that kind of thing? I mean, it, because it, it seemed like it was a more formal space, but that really dressed mm-hmm. it down
3: yeah I think I really like it's all about layers for me um in in most spaces and again it's it it all depends on the room but in certain places I want an additional layer of texture Mm -hmm. and so instead of just one big giant uh you know I know offense to restoration hardware but like a big giant linen restoration hardware goutts like I want something else with that Mm -hmm. and it's like so um and this and there's certain sofa styles and certain so like certain line sofa lines where you can upholster just the the cushion and it makes mm-hmm. a statement. Like I don't it doesn't work as well with a traditional sofa and three cushions and three uh back cushions. Yeah, that but makes sense. Yeah. It was a bench seat. Yes, yeah, the bench seat works well. It's funny
2: you say layers because I you know if you look at your portfolio it still feels very clean so it's almost like you're trying to get as many layers in with as few p- pieces as possible yeah like
3: at the lay- ha- i feel like because people think of layers in terms of you know you're, you immediately think layers means more pieces and more and different colors and patterns where for me layers is texture so it can be all it can be all you know a tan color and then it's like a mohair with a linen Next to mm-hmm. like a little bit shinier fabric, or next to an um, a mirrored sconce and a rustic floor. It's like all these different materials that, and it's not it's not accessories or it's not necessarily fabrics. It's it's all of the bones and how mm-hmm. and texture. So I would say materials and textures is the type of layering I like to do.
2: Well, and I feel like that probably goes. Sort of, um, in opposition to people feel like they have to match, I guess. Mm-hmm. And really, you're kind of saying they should do the opposite.
3: Yes, I'm, <laughs> I'm like the least matchy person. But I mean, that's that's part that goes back to the fact that I want these these houses to feel timeless and like they've been lived in for a hundred years, and and mm-hmm. not too styled. So I will throw in an old vintage quilt for all day long just to like add some quirkiness and you know and the colors can be totally off and it just mm-hmm. makes it feel more lived in and um adds some character mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: well your beds are a perfect example of your layering too you do such a great job um to make these very sophisticated beds that are obviously just textures and are varied textures and materials that have really made it a perfect layered without being busy
3: Thank wow. you. I feel like beds are a challenge for me. I don't know why. I'm, every time I get to the bedding phase, I'm like, no. <laughs> <I> <laughs> How many know. pillows should we have on our bed? <laughs> right. It's just I don't know why it's such a challenge. I mean, I love it, but I love all of it. It's just one of those things. That and um, bath hardware. So, like those parts of the project, I'm like. <laughs> Bon, bon, bon. There bam, <laughs> bam. <laughs> you have your like well, five things you always pick. Yeah, you know, like, like everybody hates some parts of their job. Those are just mine. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> what are the easiest parts for you? um I love the there's I love the space planning and thinking through just the initial like flow of the house and the furniture mm-hmm. plan. I think that's that's a fun part and then, and easy for me. And I like the lighting selections. I li- I'm a lighting freak. Um, I'm like, I, I realized the other day, I was like, I feel like I think through people's lights, like all the, I mean, in times where I'm never going to be there, like I'm never even there at night, but I just <laughs> want their lighting to be so perfect at night. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just I have a overanalyze it.
1: About lighting and just kind of what's been, seems to be up in trend is just, are you using a lot more sconces in bathrooms versus the one light vanity or like the three light above? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And I know it's better lighting for your face, right?
3: I think I got that from my grandmother. She always used pink light bulbs and she would never turn, like never had overhead lights. She would turn on every lamp in the house and she had the most, she was all about just flattering light. And so- that's all I like it I feel like yeah any I'm like offended by that right yeah I'm like this is just preposterous that someone would put lights that were like making me look bad you know um do you change your friend's lighting when you go to their house yes it's bad I actually need to stop (laughs) no it's hard to hang out by the dimmer switch and it's rude. (laughs) I actually I'm surprised Stephanie Savvy didn't tell you that I went to her house and like turned her lights down she was like oh, okay i can't have you come over here <laughs> that's pretty like, funny, that funny.
2: what if control. they don't have a dimmer switch though
3: well that's the problem too. everybody can have a dimmer switch on everything <laughs> on everything i have a girlfriend who i will go over to her house and she knows who she is
0: and i'll start adjusting <laughs> all of her lighting because i'm obsessive and then i'll like go to turn on lamps they won't even have bulbs I I don't know. How, why yeah.
2: like what they're your
0: why? best tool
3: lamps with lights. I had a friend that wouldn't put dimmers on her on her lights over the island, so finally I just dropped off dimmer switch and I was like, with the electrician's phone number, I was like, just call, <laughs> please. Or I'm not com- or I'm not coming to the next dinner party. <laughs> oh, nothing works. Do you do, mm-hmm. you do a lot of sconces down hallways, even? Yes, I think sconces yes. are the best. Anytime you can get light down around eye level or like lamp level, mm-hmm. um, that's that's just the best lighting and especially outside people that put a I, I hate recess cans outside on porches because they just don't feel natural you've got the glow from the inside of the house and then putting sconces on like posts versus anything any down light hmm. um feels natural and then yeah and back to that question about the bathroom i definitely if whenever possible i'll pull the sconces on either side of the mirror um the only time i do it up high is if it's like a space issue and you don't have mm-hmm. there's not room to put sconces but
2: yeah. I know you use a lot of art light too I mean is mm-hmm. that something that's really going to cast a lot of light into the room or is it really just kind of like making a
3: moment it's an ambiance thing I think I but it makes a big difference like if you're hanging out at night the you know having like a soft glow on on artwork and your lamps are on dimmers and yeah everything's it's all about a mood i mean i put i have a dimmer switch in my closet everywhere because i just mm-hmm. it, you, yeah sometimes you want to walk in and not have it be bright just right dim, so yeah is
2: there are there other things that we can do to like do create that mood other than lighting like do you have well, i know mine. so i know karen i know yeah. karen's um mood setting like routine you turn oh, on your Sonos. Yeah, music, a little chill. She turns music. all the music down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really, it's those two things. It's a, yeah. <laughs> a, wine,
3: a glass of wine. There's, There's always of wine, wine offered. Candles, yes. you know. Candles, sure. yes. yes. I think that, yeah, candles. I mean, I, I think lighting is like 90% of that. Like you can have, I remember when I first moved into um, a house, like our first house that we bought and we, I mean, I we hadn't gotten furniture yet and um, we had people over, And all I did was put artwork on the walls and put dimmer switches and turned on all the lamps. So I got the lighting right and I put artwork on the walls. And like we had we could have had beanbags on the floor and everyone was like, this place is great. And I was like, (laughs) there's nothing in here. But it was just the mood. It's like, um, you know, I think those two things like I do think hang some stuff up on the wall, even like don't be afraid of, especially if it's drywall or like Mm -hmm. just you can patch it just hang it for yeah. now you know just do it and yeah. then you can like later yeah I feel like a lot of people just have like artwork stacked up against the wall and they're like too scared to put anything up um I just say just put them up and put an art wall up and see how it feels yep mm-hmm. it'll it'll create it makes you it's, it just makes the house instantly lived in and cozy yeah okay. I feel
2: like you should have a side business as an, a lighting consultant <laughs> everyone yeah. just invite you over and uh, you can tell them what to do
3: i know i feel like that i would leave and they'd be like we can't see anything because yeah. i was like turn it down you don't need to see. you don't need it <laughs> right you're not reading here like wait till the morning to clean it's fine definitely yeah
1: All right. Well, I will read it for us. It is from Sarah today, and she writes, Hi, ladies. I love listening to you, and I especially love listening while being at home. You and your lovely guests have inspired me to tinker with some existing pieces I have. I do have a certain style I go for. Traditional Southern, rattan, ginger jars, etc. We moved into our first home last summer, so I'm still trying to figure out how to decorate our very small living room. Our home was built in 1940 and has a lot of charm, but decorating has been hard with the space we have. Do you mind giving me suggestions on how to make the space come alive, provide more seating, throw throw pillow suggestions, and how to decorate the (laughs) built-ins? Your favorite. (laughs) I know (laughs) I I need curtains, but don't know how to go about that. I don't love the fireplace and I feel like it needs to be painted white or something. I was thinking I could put a plant in the middle to cover the ugly. Help! (laughs) I I ordered three panels i will be here in the beginning of August for the long wall. The floor mirror, I'm thinking, has to go into another room, perhaps the office that's to the right of the living room. As you can see, this girl is needing some help, y'all. Hugs, to Sarah. <laughs>
2: the panels the panels she's talking about are sort of, they look sort of like Gracie wallpaper framed, they're cool. but they're sort of a, a blue they're, color. And they're large, yeah.
0: So yes. let me just quickly well, describe her room. Um, so it's a rectangle, a traditional sort of bungalow where it has on the short wall a uh, uh, bricks around fireplace with a white mantle around that. And on either side of that are short, built-in, fairly shallow bookcases. And above each of those is a small window. She has her sofa on the long wall and has a very large window um, over that. And then directly across from the sofa, the other long wall there's a doorway on the left end and then this long empty wall where I believe she's putting her panels. And then where is this little console that she's got, you guys? Can you see that she's got a little acrylic console with lamps? And I think a- that's by the door. Okay. So maybe it's to the, the you left. You can see it in the reflection up. of that mirror. Okay. Oh, okay. So in the so room, she in- has like this yeah. sweet little um, acrylic console with a sort of a Moroccan style um shaped mirror over it, a basket below. It's it's really really sweet. So she has this long empty wall and doesn't know what to do and what she should do with panels. Okay. Go, Rachel.
3: Go. Okay. <laughs> so um I would this is a very cute room and it's like I love it's a little bungalow. I love those living rooms where you just walk right in. That's, I assume the front door is right next to the sofa. Um, So it's kind of your first, the first thing you see when you walk in, and Mm -hmm. I do think that the um, the first thing I would do always in a project is paint and lighting. Are y'all seeing Mm a theme here? Yes. (laughs) Um, Do you have dimmer switches? No. I (laughs) I think that um, there's a lot of attention on the the TV, um, which actually I would tell her to get a Samsung frame and I'm not this is not an advertisement. But um the Samsung frame just because it you could put like a piece of artwork and it's it looks like a piece of art and not a TV. Because right now it's a, over the fireplace. Block, mm-hmm. Right. And it's a big black box, um as TVs are. But I feel like adding some dimension in terms of paint, I would I would bring out that uh like a dark blue from that rug, like a really, really, really dark blue. Um, like farrow and ball hague blue um, and paint the fireplace around and even the built-ins paint that whole section dark. Um, Pretty. I would even yeah. consider painting the shutters that same color, like a dark shutter to bring attention there. Um, I mean, you could, he, she could do all of the trim, a dark color, mm-hmm. that dark blue. That would be
1: amazing. With yeah, like the a, wall color
3: she already has, or yeah, I
1: think so. I mean, um, the wall color yeah. looks
3: pretty. Yeah, yeah,
2: it's sort of a yeah. rose, but blue gray. Like, yeah, I mean, color. and it would
3: go. It goes with the rug, so I think that mm-hmm. would look good. And yeah. then I would, um in terms of the bookshelves, I would get, I would go get more books, like fill it with books, mm-hmm. and even old old books or like leather books or something. I mean, we have like a used bookstore here that we always go hit up and get used books. Um but I do think that adding some books and then maybe if there I can't tell if there's an outlet over there in those bookshelves, but it'd be nice to add like little lamps so you can have lighting over there on either side. Um and I, then, I have a question for you. Yeah. Sorry, I
2: don't want to interrupt. But I do yeah. have a question about the lamps you mentioned because when I was looking at this tiny little acrylic table, um I love the a table and I love the mirror on top of it, but I feel like the lamps just, mm-hmm. they take up like half the table and then she's yeah. got no space. So maybe, um, she could put those little teeny lamps like yeah. in the bookshelf. Right. Um, cause they're a great size for that. And then maybe either do like some floor lamps or yeah. some sconces. Um, uh, yeah, you know, cause she doesn't have any, any, any surface space on her table because of, um, the lamps. I don't want her to right. get rid of the lamps cause they're cute,
3: but. Yeah, or just do one lamp there and mm-hmm. two lamps on I would just do one bigger lamp on that acrylic table and then do move those lamps if they would fit on the bookshelves. I think that's a great idea. And then um and I love this the three panels, it's gonna look great on that wall. But she needs more furniture. Yes, she needs more furniture. Um All she so, has is smoke and a kind of coffee table. And you do have to walk through the room, but you can walk around a chair and
0: stuff, you know.
3: Yeah, I think you could fit two chairs and I actually would would go away from two matching chairs because there's a lot of matching. There's the, you know, you've already got the two bookshelves on either side. So I think adding like maybe a taller chair um, or an antique chair that you recover and then, and that like just two different chairs um, would be nice. And then I would add, and you could do it in a neutral fabric just to keep it consistent um, so they don't. Yeah, I would do like a neutral fabric on both of those chairs, but have them be different. And then I would just add some pillow, like throw pillows. Um, maybe something with that same dark blue in it, like a pattern, or um, or even something that has like that red brick. Uh, I mean, I think like a something to pull in that color would be cool too. Just to I thought so we were not, painting. I mean, again, no. Oh, not the brick part. Don't paint the brick. Okay, just the wood. Yeah, I would just paint the surround and the um, bookshelves and like a high gloss. I mean, not too glossy, but just a little bit of sheen and then a semi-gloss. Okay, and then I think, yeah, what was the other thing?
0: Do you think she could fit a chair up to the right of the fireplace, even though it's
3: right by the doorway? I think she could stick a little chair there by the fireplace. Yeah, Yeah, because I think that there's like, there's so many different, Scale. Yeah. There's there's all sorts of types of chairs. I think <laughs> that everyone thinks of like giant club chairs when they think of a chair. Mm-hmm. um I think like the the better looking chairs are these are like petite chairs. Sometimes they're the more comfortable ones. So I do think like a small scale chair in that corner would help round out the space. And you know I like even though a r- rooms like this are mainly used for, for television watching, I like to ignore the television for a second and think about like if you're just sitting in there having a conversation what's the best seating arrangement for that like mm-hmm. how how are you all facing each other i would add window treatments i know it's a challenge because the sofa is there but i think it, you could pull it out enough just to stack like some shears or lightweight curtains mm-hmm.
0: I noticed that she doesn't have the rug centered on the fireplace and I'm not sure why she has it. She doesn't have it under the feet of the sofa. It's sort of right in front oh, yeah. of the sofa. So push that back under your sofa a little bit.
3: Mm-hmm. And center I that think. on
0: your fireplace.
3: It looks like it's a working, like you could put gas logs or make it a working fireplace. I think mm-hmm. yeah. if it is a working fireplace, I mean, use it, keep right. it. Yeah. Use it. Put some wood in yeah. it. And, and um, if she doesn't want to use it, she could put pretty birch logs in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or I like. I don't know about a the fireplace. The, yeah, I wouldn't put a plant in there. I would put it... I, in my house, we have a fireplace that we can't do. It's not... It's an old, old home, so we can't make it wood-burning, unfortunately. But I did those fireballs, the little... Oh, those are cool. Um, yeah, they... And I love them. I mean, they, I would obviously choose wood-burning over, over them, but... They're just an alternative to um, the gas logs because I think, I mean, gas logs are fun too, but um, I, I would recommend the, the fireballs for there. It, it's, it, it creates a nice ambiance mm-hmm. and they look good when um, they're not on.
2: What about an overhead light? I, I know we don't love overhead, but I mean like chandelier or something decorative. Like she doesn't have a spot for it, but where, I guess, I guess my overall question is, outside of put, maybe moving those little lamps, where should she put more lighting? Well, or side tables?
3: Yeah, I would say um, if she's got lamp lighting, this this room is not, it's too low for um, an overhead, I think. Um, and she so, could do that
1: Bunny Williams trick where she does like a higher gloss, shiny light gray, you know,
3: where it mm-hmm. reflects the lighting. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Yes, I think... Um, painting the ceiling would be great too
1: but if she, um, oh cable,
3: she can just get
0: more lamps she has some sconces there on the wall it looks like on either side of yeah. the window um above the sofa mm-hmm. and, and I would consider lamps.
3: doing like wall, art lights on that wall the, with the panel oh, that either mm-hmm. of course, adding sconces on either side because that wall I assume is going to be dark at night because there's mm-hmm. not any light on that side of the room right um mm-hmm. and Go then right. I think you could do it like you were saying Karen that doing a side table on the other end of the sofa with a lamp on it yeah so then you've got lamps kind of all around the room at that point and that should be enough do it right i mean gonna, i like candle can around with yes
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. no that's true and she had mentioned about pillows and i was just gonna say i think go with the rachel of get some great textures and soft blues even if she wanted because her is yeah. white so
3: right yeah i think add add color i mean i i even if they have, if they're multicolored or some, um, yeah, I think you could do whatever you choose the pillow at anything goes in this room. Yeah. It's got a
0: lot of potential. It's, it yes. does. It's got a really pretty definitely. start. I like her style. Me too. Mm-hmm. It's
3: great. And, yes. It's definitely you. not a dilemma. It's a, opportunity opportunity Exactly. (laughs) there you go Rachel can you tell
2: everyone where they can find you follow you see your work all that good stuff
3: oh um I am in Nashville Tennessee and um you can my website is www.rachelhalverson.com and I have an Instagram handle I feel like Instagram is the most current (laughs) because um I mean my website definitely has my portfolio but it's there's projects I have not photographed yet. So And your Instagram personality shines through so
0: wonderfully on your Instagram. It's so Thank cute it's and great. engaging. I encourage people to go check that out.
3: Thank you. That's just yeah, at Rachel Halverson but, um on Instagram. But I know I'm trying to keep up with my, my funny friends like Stephanie, Sabby. <laughs> <laughs> Hot lot of pressure fine. in Nashville. Yeah, right. Come on. Um, <laughs> Well, thank y'all so much. This is my first podcast ever. You yes, did, right, way. Rachel? <laughs> yes. Now I'm no longer, now I'm like... We I'm broke, broke experience. Rolling. Yes, <laughs> You're a pro. <laughs> that's a
0: pro. Well, thanks. It was so nice well, to meet you.
3: Nice yes, to meet so you nice guys to. too.
2: And that's our show. You can find all of the show notes on our blog, howtodecorate.com slash podcast. To send in a decorating dilemma, email your questions
1: to podcastballarddesigns.net so we can help you with your space. And of course, follow us on social media at Ballard Designs. And don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts
0: so you never miss an episode. And please leave us a review. We'd love to hear your feedback. Until next time. Happy happy decorating. decorating.